Bonjour. Hello, everyone. I'm Nata, host of the Nata PR School podcast. You're a successful entrepreneur or marketing manager, and you're about to launch a new product or service, or you've been selling your goods for quite some time, but you want to learn how to increase your visibility, get known, and reach more clients? At NataPR, we deal with real clients every day and we'll teach you simple, fun, and honest PR solutions. You'll learn easy steps to combine PR to social media right now. Keep listening and let's get started. Bonjour, hello, and welcome to the 74th episode of the NataPR School podcast. The press release number one PR tool. It may be a mystery tool for many of you or for those who don't know about it, but the press release really is extremely simple. It's a very simple tool. And uh, at the agency, we write and send out press releases every single day. It's our number one tool for sending news from our computer to select influencers and journalists. I know that new agencies, because I hear it, I call it from the, uh, from the, from, uh, from the front, <laughs> because I'm really curious about other companies, what they're doing. Um, I know that some uh, young agencies that don't have our 20 years of experience are sometimes abandoning the press release. They don't include the press release or they don't even bother to create one. But that's a mistake because everyone I've talked to, influencers, journalists, tells me they would put packages aside if they came without basic information. So know that. So these people are in such high demand, many of them, those who you want to, uh, to let's say, charm and you want them to talk about your products. They just don't have the time sometimes. So why? It's very simple. It's like you're asking them to do the research to get the information. So you're asking influencers to go online, look on your website to find uh, information on your product, even journalists, if you don't send just if you just send a box with products in it. They may be really interested in your product, but you have to make them their life easier if you really want them to talk about it quickly or talk about it uh, re only. Otherwise, they might just put it aside. So before they do an unboxing on Instagram, for example, to find out all kinds of information, like what it costs, where it's sold, you might be put aside, I'm telling you. So keep that in mind. And according to Cisions, um, I've been talking about this company in other uh, previous podcasts, Some other companies do also some survey, but I really like the survey that Cision does. It's an annual study, actually, on the state of the media. So listen to this. It's not me telling you that, it's them after their uh, survey. 78% of journalists want relevant press releases from brands and organizations. Not 25%, 78%. It's a crazy number. So what is a press release good for? What, why do we that? Why do we need a press release? Well, a press release is really has these four goals in my book. <laughs> First, it's there to inform. So it's good for informing. Two, it's good to, for presenting basic information on a product or, an, or a service. 
sharing facts and news. Number three. Number four, it's good for making the job easier for journalists and influencers. This is your tool to influence them to write about something, a news, a product, or a new service. So four things. It's used to inform, present basic information. You use it to share basic facts and news, and you want to make influencers and journalists' jobs easier. Really, four goals. And what a press release is not, this is really important. First of all, it's not a sales tool. Two, it's not an advertisement. And keep that in mind, it's not a rave review. So it's not, you don't write a press release to say your products is the best in the world, it's amazing, and it's sold, uh, you know, for this reason, that reason. Media don't like that, influencers neither. So let them make their own uh, point of view on your product. So it's not a rave review. And four, it's not a creative piece of writing. It's not high literature, certainly not. So a press release is not a sales tool. It's not an advertisement. It's not a rave review. And it's not a piece of literature. (laughs) And we have this conversation all the time with our friends in marketing. So my friends know that my partner and I, we come from marketing. So we do admire your work and understand where you are coming from. But they sometimes think that our press releases are not selling hard enough. And we have to remind them that all the time that the press release is not a sales tool. It's there to give the journalists or influencers basic information, fact. That's what it is. Your odds of convincing them to write something about your product are very slim If all all you do in your document is praise it and say this product is fantastic and it's your top seller, no, let them make this their own judgment. They're not interested in those remarks. They'd rather know why, rather they want to know why your product is so popular and what sets it apart from the competition. So they want to know why. They, They don't need to know that it's extraordinary. So when you're ready to send your press release, it's always good to remember three things. The first thing that I say all the time is no one is expecting it unless, you know, you've information leaked and you're Tesla, no one is expecting it. Two, it's best to avoid mentioning a season. Oh, my new employees, all will, they all fall in that trap of mentioning Oh, it's now winter, it's cold, it's hot, it's raining. You should use this product. No, (laughs) please resist. Don't talk about season in any of your communication and and, uh, press releases. And superlatives are useless and may even work against you. So remember those three things. People don't expect it. So keep in mind that you're going to have to follow up for sure. Unless you're a superstar. Uh, It's best to avoid mentioning season, anything related to time, to weather, please resist. It's not basic information. It's not factual. And if you just praise your product too much, it's not serving you. You're not serving your product, your service, or your, your news. The most important items you should be including in your press release are... The first and really from far the most important thing is the title of your press release. 
The second thing, the subject of your email, because this is how you're going to attract the attention. Ideally, 70 characters. It has to be short as much as possible. I know sometimes it's very difficult. And then what you have to include are basic factual information. You're sending, uh, launching a new co co coffee capsule. This is what you're saying. It's new. Why? Because it's using different material. It's really, it's a bit dry. It's not a sales tool. It's, it's basic information, I'm telling you. So three major things. The title of your press release, the subject of your email, and basic factual information. Your title should almost be a headline written by a journalist or a blogger, like the title of their article. So keep that in mind. It really helps to capture the attention. Obviously, well-known brands can always fall back on novelty. Sometimes you don't have to be that crazy creative. If you're an espresso and you're launching something new, you will attract the attention of the journalist you send it to because it's a, it's a brand people are watching and following. So even if it's not expected, it will get the attention. So to keep your reader with you, avoid complex title or convoluted titles. Be concise, really. Less is more. A press release is a short text, really. And it, it's an informative text. It's a, it's a single page most of the time. 400 to 600 words. Well, it can be longer sometimes, but usually it's really, it's one page. That's enough to get the basic information across. And it's what, you need six basic things. So of course the title, a first short paragraph, you explain you, where you tell about the news or your product. So what it is, how it works, what's new about it. Then third paragraph, we love when we can have a quote from someone so we can go in depth and have this person talk about the product which make it more, a bit more alive. You can give more details there. If you don't have, uh, you can't use a quote, then you detail a little bit more. Then, of course, you need to add the retail price, where to buy it, images. Company information is the last paragraph. And then, of course, don't forget, contact info for the resource person. And before I end this podcast, I wanted to talk about the famous number 30. Maybe you've noticed at the end of a press release, if you've seen one before, you'll see the number 30 in the middle of the page and then underneath maybe uh, some contact information. So why? I really love this number. I love traditions. Um, it's probably one of the last telegraph codes still in use by journalists, printers, and telegraphers. This is what we believe. It sets the limit of a text for publication. So everything above is information for publication. It's kind of the, um, you know, at the end of a movie, you're going to see the word the end. It's exactly the same meaning. Sometimes it's followed, as I just mentioned, by another text for not not for publication, such as contact information or more details about press releases or notes. Sometimes you'll see that. But it's still unclear where or when this practice began. Some people think uh, it's the fixed 30-minute period before publication that editorial offices used to uh, require. So they were asking, well, you have 30 minutes to send me a news. <laughs> was one of the way for journalists to show they had filled their copy on time. Um, others speculate that it dates from World War I when press correspondents were limited to just 30 words. 
per telegraphic dispatch. I tend to believe this, but you know, nobody really knows for sure. In a sense, like the, the 30 was the contents digital certificate, 30 words. Voila. So keep in mind that the press release is the number one tool in PR today. And I'm sure for the future, 78% of journalists all over the world want to receive a good press release. They want it. They will read it and they use it. So I hope I've convinced you of the importance of the press release to, uh, with this podcast. And um, if you want to, of course, keep the conversation going. You know where to find me. There's always a free consultation or you can send me an email, nada at nadapr.com. If you have any specific questions, I'll be more than happy to answer any questions you may have. So hopefully this little break in your day was really, um, you learned something and it makes you uh, think about how you communicate and what you should be doing. Voila. So hopefully you'll be joining me next week. À la semaine prochaine. Hey, you want to learn more about how to implement PR strategies? Head on to nadapr.com and get on our list. You will also receive the Nada PR model on how to create a successful PR campaign. If you want to become a client, just send us an email to nada at nadapr.com. Talk to you next week. À la semaine prochaine.